March Madness edition of the ESPN-UP Coaches Corner. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad that you're along our first March show, and there's been plenty of madness throughout the week as we get set for a plethora of girls' basketball district finals around the UP this evening. We'll take a look at the schedule per usual. Don't forget, though, there are a few boys' games, regular season finales tonight around the UP with Gwynn at home against West Iron County. That game was postponed yesterday, and then Calumet is at Hancock among some of the boys' games that are played this evening. On the girls' side of things, we've got Calumet at Hancock and girls' basketball action as well. It's, it's a strange setup because You've got the girls playing a district championship, and the boys are playing a regular season finale as a doubleheader. That's going on tonight in Hancock. Meanwhile, Gladstone girls are home against Escanaba, fighting for a Division II district title. Sault Ste. Marie is downstate. They take on Kingsley. That game is going to be played at Boyne City. St. Ignace is home with Pickford. Engadine is at Rudyard. North Dickinson at Kearney Nato. All of those Division Four district title games this evening. And then Marquette in Division One is hosting Traverse City Central. You'll hear from Ben Smith here over the course of the next hour. This evening, though, we'll have live coverage of Westwood Patriot girls basketball in their District 66 final. That game against Nagani tonight at Lakeview Gymnasium. We'll have the play-by-play beginning at 7 o'clock. Pre-game set for 645. Myself and Jared Kasky in the call. And it's my hope that you join us for what should be a really fun one. With that, let's take our first break. We'll hit the phone line. We'll talk with coaches next here on the ESPN-UP Coaches Corner. This winter safety message brought to you by Eagle Mine. Home fires occur most often in winter. Keep anything that can catch fire at least three feet from heating equipment and never use an oven to heat your home. Stay in the kitchen when frying, grilling, or boiling food. Turn space heaters off when you leave the room or go to bed. Make sure all vents are clear of snow and ice to allow carbon monoxide to vent outside. Have your furnace, heating system, and chimneys serviced each year by a qualified professional. I'm Tom Farley from the Bjorken Zalke Funeral Home. The student athletes in our area are second to none. They spend their days in the classroom preparing for their futures and compete after school in their sports with a high level of talent and effort. Each year there is a new set of athletes. We watch as they grow and develop and represent their schools and communities. When you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. The Bjorken Zalke Funeral Home is standing on the sideline with great admiration for what you do. Join us ensuring in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. Welcome back to the SPNDP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Westwood girls basketball with head coach Kurt Corcoran. His team will visit Nagani tonight vying for a district championship. Coach, going back earlier this week, you took down Ishpeming and Bark River Harris to open your tournament run. Tell me about this week from your perspective. I think it's been your pretty typical tournament week. Um, we've had, we've had fun. We, we've, uh, we've had nerves. Uh, we've kind of been ran the whole gauntlet as far as emotions go. So, uh, it was good to get the, that first one out of the way against this spring. Uh, it was, you know, we, we beat Ishpering by 30 points, uh, just about both games this season, but yet there was still a lot of nerves going into the game. Just, um, you know, Tournament tournament nerves. This could, it was the first time that it that uh, with with my senior class that this could be our last game together. This could be our last practice together. So, um, but once once we started rolling in that first half, 
you know, we played really efficient, and it was the nerves just kind of went away, and uh, and they haven't quite come back uh, as they were as they were on Monday. Even though we're playing in the district finals against Nagani, who beat us once. I mean, I feel like I should be just a ball of nerves today, but but I'm not, not yet, anyways. Uh, but there's still a couple hours for for that to happen. Coach, how about the Bark River Harris game? I mean, it started about as well as it could for them, and then your team was able to turn the tide. Yeah, I think that our our fan section was a little bit more nervous than we than we were. Uh, you could just kind of feel at the the tension in the gym, and it wasn't really coming from us this time. For once, it was coming from everybody else. I thought, which was a little funny uh, afterwards, but. Yeah, Bark, Bark River came out to a, a great start, uh, hit the first two buckets, they had all the energy, they were moving faster than we were, and but we were able to right the ship, uh, hit a couple of shots, and um, I thought we started flowing real well there in the second quarter, uh, and you know, the rest is history. Well, we obviously need to need to avoid that sort of a start against a good team like Nagani tonight, but, um, you know, and even if it does happen... We've put ourselves in this situation enough times this year uh, where we haven't panicked and been able to climb back out of out of these holes. So I feel like we're we're seasoned um, for just about any sort of situation that plays out. Coach, tell me about that Bark River Harris game. It started about as well as they could have wanted it to. What'd you do to help yourselves get back into that game, or did you just execute better? You know, it's funny because I thought we executed just fine. We just couldn't hit some shots to start the game and and bark river did so it, it wasn't much of adjustments um we we were moving the ball really well we had really good looks we had some kickouts i mean we did turn we, we turned the ball over uncharacteristically a couple of times and i don't even think that was due to nerves i think it was just bad timing and um you know we, we were even with that poor start it didn't take us to the third or the fourth quarter to climb out of it. We climbed out of it uh, right at the beginning of the second quarter, and um, and things went smoothly from from that point forward. Um, but yeah, it was just we, we didn't shoot well, you know. And I and I think that happens to everybody, and um, you know, just got to move on. Coach, with the Ishpamin game, I mean, you started about as well as you could have hoped for it. I know you've said to me many times, one of these days we're going to get off to the start that we won, and that seemed to be it Monday night. What went into your hot start? Uh, well, I think we're peaking, to be honest with you. It's, we've, it's, it's a long season, Tanner, and, and the players know that. All the players in the, in the nation know that. All the coaches know that, and and we've throughout the year you try different things whether we're gonna full court press which sometimes takes the legs out of your out of your shooters we try different different schemes and you know as coaches as the season goes on you kind of you kind of check things some things off your list you throw them in the garbage and you, you you add a few other little things and i think we just maybe found the the right formula finally <clears throat> and Things were just rolling, and we were executing. We were hitting our our shots. Um, I, I think we missed three shots the entire first half, which isn't realistic. That's not going to continue to happen. That's not. That's just not the way that this, the game of basketball works. So we can't bank on shooting ninety percent every half 
throughout the tournament. It's just not feasible. But what we can do is execute and take the the high percentage shots that we did and, and hope that you know we're shooting fifty percent. I think that's a, an attainable goal. Coach, regardless of whether tonight's the end of the road or not, tell me about this senior class. I mean, they've done a lot for your program, been a part of the transition, back-to-back 20-win seasons. Tell me about the state that they would be leaving the program in. You know, I have a hard time putting that into words. Uh, these these girls have have built built a foundation from the ground up, you know, just brick by brick, and uh, I'm so thankful for them. You know, as a, as a coach, you can only do so much. Uh, you can you can motivate, you can lead, and and give them all the right tools. But if they don't if they don't want it, you know it's just it's it's all for nothing. And um, you know these younger girls in our program, they look up to Tessa Lee and Maddie Kosky and Carly Patron and Megan Johnson, and because they've been there all the Saturday mornings, all the camps that we've done throughout the years. Um, you know, and those little girls, they look up to them more than they do me. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to be their sixth grade science teacher, you know, and maybe be their basketball coach. But these, these girls, they're, these little girls, they just get starstruck by, by this senior class and watching them work and put in all this time and listening to the girls give them speeches at Saturday mornings. Um, that's really the, where the lasting effect is going to come from and, and try to, um, just, they've been planting seeds and I, I think we've. I think our seeds are have, have started to sprout, and I think they're going to be growing for a long time. Well, coach, you've played Nagani twice already. You split your two meetings with them, each winning by ten on your home floor. Tell me about round three. Oof, I don't know. What do you, you tell me? It's it's going to be fun. It's going to be rowdy. The place is going to be packed. Uh, Friday night lights, district finals, uh, one seed versus a two seed. So. Uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. We each, we know each other very well. We've seen each other play many times. Um, you know, is he going to, is he going to throw away his playbook and try to run something new? I doubt it, but, but maybe a few new wrinkles. At the end of the day, we just got to play good fundamental defense. Um, we got to, we're obviously going to key on, on Hill and Norman, who are 75% of their offense. And, um, we just, we got to execute, do what we do well play Western basketball and, and, and hopefully come out of there with a, with a district title. Coach, you've played them twice. Do you take anything away from those first two meetings, having first-hand knowledge of them? We played really bad, Tanner. We played really bad, and people want answers, you know, and, and when I say people, you know, parents and just people that in my circle, geez, what happened in the guy? You know what? We played terrible. Um and I think that's an okay answer. I think you're allowed. You're going to have that in one, once in a while. And um, should I have should I have had us prepared more so we didn't play so bad? Yeah. Um, but you know, we shot three for twenty eight from the three point line that game. Um, and the guy didn't shoot a whole heck of a lot better either. You know, they they um, it was a one point game at halftime with both teams shooting terribly. Uh, Nagani's Nagani pulled away a little bit there in the fourth quarter. Alyssa Hill went off. Uh, I think we just had some bad mismatch, mis- uh, bad matchups in 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 the post, and the game got away from us. And uh, I think it was at the time it was it was the longest weekend of my of my season. I was just had a pit in my stomach the whole time. Every coach knows the feeling, and but now, but I just I I, I try not to overreact. I. I really really try to never overreact and i hate people that do and um i was telling everybody 
just relax. After we're able to get our the next game under our belt, we'll be able to look back at this Nagani game and see where those mistakes happen to make sure that they don't happen again. I mean, you look at you look at the Menominee game. You think they wish they could have that game back, the mistakes that they made there. I mean, even Iron Mountain getting upset by Nagani last night. Um, there's you, you play bad sometimes. And not, that, not to take anything away from those Nagani boys, that was an incredible game, and I'm sure they earned it. But at the same time, Iron Mountain knows that there's some things that they could have done better. So that was just a game where, um, looking back on it, I'm glad that it happened. We, we were able to make some adjustments, learn from it, and, and I think it's going to prove beneficial to us tonight. Coach, fundamentally, what aspect of the game needs to go right for your squad tonight? What do you need to control in order to come out with a win? Well, we just need to play a, a controlled game. And I don't, and by, by controlled, I don't mean slow. I just mean we got to take shots that we want, um, high, you know, advised shots, uh, high percentage shots, and just work the ball enough, uh, just to make Nagani, make Nagani, put them on their heels, make them work on defense, control the ball, no silly turnovers. We've, um, a couple times this year, we've, we've turned the ball over on the very first possession, and then sometimes even the second possession. So we're going to, we're going to, that's, that'll be a focal point before the game. Hang on to the ball, handle the ball, and, uh, and let's, let's take some high percentage shots. And obviously, like I always say, we got to get off to a hot start. We can't dig ourselves a hole against a good team on the road. So, and, and I think if we do those few things, um, that things will, things will look up for us. Coach, lastly, your JV closed out their season last week. Kind of a weird, funky season for them. Recap it for us if you could. Uh, yeah, they they had a, in, in my opinion, had a very successful season. They finished at 500, and I think Coach Skews would, well, if I told her that before the season, she'd have been happy with it. Um, it's a little ups and downs, and lost their first couple games there, and Annie was like, oh, Coach, I'm sorry, you know, you brought me in here to win games. I'm not winning games. Um, and, but it, it takes time to uh, just iron out those wrinkles and, and, and plant those uh, fundamentalist ideas into the girls, especially on defense. And um, lo and behold, next thing you know, they're winning five of six. And um, there's some good jet, good JV teams out there. So um, Nagani and Ishpeming being two of them. And um, I thought we competed. Girls learned a lot, and I've got three of them up on the uh, up on the varsity right now. And um, they're they're able to just kind of make a clean transition into the program, and um, they'll be. They'll be ready for ready for next year, no doubt. Kirk Corcoran, Westwood Girls basketball head coach. His team will visit Nagani tonight, vying for a district championship. Appreciate it as always, Kurt. We'll see you tonight. Best of luck. All right, Tanner. Thank you very much. Let's take a time out. More in a moment on ESPN UP. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. At MBank, giving back to our communities is one of our core philosophies. 
We are committed to making a positive impact on as many people as possible by reinvesting local dollars back into the communities we serve. That's why from February 14th through April 10th, we are donating $25 to our local Make-A-Wish chapters for every new consumer checking we open. Bank for Wishes with MBank and help change the lives of kids in our communities. Visit bankmbank.com to get started today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to the SPNUP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Nagani girls basketball with head coach Mike O'Donnell. His team will host Westwood tonight vying for a district title. Coach, going back earlier this week, you had a thriller with Gwyn. You won 37-36 and a 30-point win at Manistique. Tell me about your playoff run thus far. Yeah, well, it's, it's, been a, it's been a busy week. Uh, you know, like you said, it was starting off Monday night, uh, just a uh, real tough performance by the girls. Um, you know, to, we fell down early. Um, we, we tried something new. You know, we came out in a zone, which we really haven't done all year. Um, and... Gwen hit some shots early and put us in a hole, you know, and I was a little concerned that, um, you know, our, our girls wouldn't be able to respond to that, you know, trying something new, being deflated, that didn't work. And, uh, but we, we stuck with our game plan. They fought through it. You know, we, we got the game close at halftime and, um, we're able to, to pull out a nail biter at the end. Uh, you know, it's, Tough watching a shot go up in March uh, at the buzzer, you know, and has a chance to beat you because I've seen so many uh, dramatic playouts and, and finishes. Um, but you know, we were, we were fortunate enough to get that win and uh, move on. And then you know, we went down and I thought competed well with that Manistique, and we were a little concerned about um, having a hangover, you know, having a dramatic emotional win on Monday night, and then turning back around and going out to Manistique. For Wednesday, uh, and, you know, I thought our girls, you know, they answered the bell and uh, continued, and we were able to to get a hard-fought victory and uh, you know put ourselves in position for tonight. Coach, you were down eleven-two after a quarter against Gwynn. Did you change anything to help you get back into that game, or did you just execute better? You know, yeah, we we, we didn't change a whole lot. Um, we, we still, you know, we didn't abandon our game plan. Um, we, we wanted we wanted to play percentages, and um, you know we we just thought with with going zone on uh, Gwyn, we were gonna try to keep Delmont out of the paint, uh, you know where she's she's lived all year, and create uh, you know that high screen ball screen or all they run, uh, they do it so well, you know we we want to just try to take them out of their comfort zone a little bit. And we talked to the girls before the game of hey, you know they might make some shots. Um, we saw them. Up at Westwood last Thursday where they hit three threes in the first quarter. You know, Westwood didn't abandon their game plan. They stuck with the zone. Um, so we, we tried to follow that. And then offensively, you know, we just uh, we just executed a little bit better. We didn't scrap anything. We, we just went to uh, to what we were doing and, and tried to, you know, make some fixes on, on where we were looking. And there's sometimes we missed some things early. Um, we started to find them early. We got the ball into Alyssa. And, uh, you know, our offense after that first quarter flowed much better. Coach, tell me about prepping for Westwood. You have just one day off as you do in tournaments, but as you get ready for them tonight to play for a district championship, how do you go about getting ready for this one? Well, we, yeah, like you said, it's, um, it's a quick turnaround. Um, you, you just 
you try to lean on what you, your experiences from the prior two matchups, and it's kind of a unique situation when we play each other twice so late in the year that, um, you know, they're, they're very fresh in our minds. Um, obviously, just the most recently two weeks ago here. So, um, yeah, it's a familiar opponent, and now you just, you know, take take some little things that you've learned uh, and, and found out in these past two games with them, and try to try to make a couple tweaks. Uh, and they got to be quick. You know, you don't have a lot of time to digest information. You know, you know my big thing is I, I don't. I don't want my players trying to think on the court. You know, I want them to play. And uh, so we don't want to throw too much at them. And uh, we just want to have them go out there and, and play the game. And, you know, I think we're playing on a good level right now. We like where we're at. So, you know, we want to make sure that they're just continuing to go out and uh, read and react and play uh, competitive basketball. Well, Coach, you split your two meetings with Westwood. Each team won by 10 points on their home floor. What would you do the second time around that helped you have success against Westwood, and will you do it again? Yeah. Um, and, again, we, we, we didn't change a whole lot from the first matchup. I, I thought, you know, we came out of Westwood, and you know, we thought we competed well. Um, defensively, we, we changed a couple of our matchups just to try some different things out. Um, you know, we went a little smaller on profit because she hurt us down there at Westwood. Um, so we went a little smaller with her, and uh, you know that seemed seemed to help a little bit. Um, you know, and offensively, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of changes. You know, I think we just did a better job of, of getting the ball into lists. Obviously, she had a better a, a big game for us. Um, I thought down at Westwood, you know, we. We kind of abandoned that too early, and we, we tried to get it back in the second half, uh, but it was it was just not enough. Um, second game, we were we were able to do that more successfully. So, um, you know, I think we we handled the pressure just enough. Uh, you know, they, they turned us over a few times at the end. Um, we're going to have to be ready for that, and uh, I, I think just you know. Realizing what their strengths are, and, and they've got a lot of weapons, and just being able to have our heads in mentally and defend different multiple positions. Coach, what's the biggest key for your team to have success tonight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think, like I said, I, I'm, I've seen one foot enough this year to see how fast that that games can change. You know, and I think you saw it again Wednesday night where they got off this slow start um, against Park River, and then all of a sudden. Bam! They got a lead, you know. So, um, and then in that second half, bam! They've got separation. You know? so things happen fast. Um, we, we're going to have to be able to number one weather storms. Um, you know, it's a good team like Westwood. You, you know they're going to make shots and they're going to they're going to make them in a flurry and they're going to make a run. So you got to be able to weather those storms, get through them, um, and just stay consistent. You know, like I said. Have our girls locked in on the game plan, um, trying to limit mental mistakes, um, and then you know, offensively they're, they're good. Defensively, they uh, they're very athletic, and we're gonna have. I know you know we're gonna have a game plan for Alyssa to try to shut her down, and I, I think we're gonna have to get some scoring in other spots. Tonight. 
Coach, whether tonight's the end of the road or not, where's the area that you've seen the most improvement from your squad start to finish? Well, um, you know, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a really uh, enjoyable year with these girls. You know, coming in, being a new coach with them, and not being very familiar with them. Um, just hearing from a lot of people of, you know, how much we lost and, you know, the senior talent that left the program last year. Um, so there were, there were a lot of question marks, you know, how, how well were they going to adjust to my style and, and coaching. Um, but it's just, it's been a, it's been a unique group of stories. They've just responded very well to, to everything I've thrown at them. Um, there's never been any questions, any, you know, uh, questioning my methods. Uh, they just kind of rolled with everything we've thrown out there. And, um, you know, we've asked them to do a lot. We've pushed them. And um, I think just, just their overall ability to adapt has, has really stood out to me and, and kind of go with what, what's thrown at them. You know, we've had some tough losses along the way. Um, we lost a tough one down in Escanaba early in the season where we, we blew a 12-point lead in the fourth quarter and lost the buzzer. I was concerned how we were going to respond to that. Um, lost a tough game to Marquette early in the season. Right after that, and we we just kept responding, you know. And then even late in the season, we had a couple of tough losses up at Calumet, um, and overtime, another tough one at Marquette, and overtime where we got that we had the game won. So for them to keep responding to adversity um, and, and answering the bell is, is just been enjoyable as a coach uh, to see. Coach, lastly, your JV ended their season last week as conference champions. Give us a recap of their year. Season, um, Allie Solander did uh, did a phenomenal job with them. Um, you know, I thought they they really progressed throughout the year, um, and they made those uh, those steps that you want to see. Where you know you, you're, they're coming in as sophomores, and uh, you, you want to see them leaving, um, you know, ready ready to play varsity basketball. And I think we saw that with a lot of the girls. We got a couple of them with us in varsity right now. And they're doing a great job in practice. Um, I think another uh, benefit, even though we don't love the situation with our numbers, um, they, we had to practice with them a lot this year, and I think they gained a lot of experience uh, for being able to practice with with us. And they got to see my style and some of my uh, my drills. So I think it was a positive, uh, positive thing in that regard. Um, but yeah, they had a great year. Yeah, you'd like for them to win games, but also you, you want to see them make progress and you want to see them uh, prove to you that they're going to be ready to step in and help you out next year. And I, I, that was the big thing is I think we saw that for most girls. Mike O'Donnell, head girls basketball coach at Westwood. His team will battle Westwood tonight for a district championship. Appreciate it as always, Mike. Best of luck tonight. We'll see you there. All right. Thank you. For, appreciate that. All right. Let's take a timeout. More in a moment on ESPN-UP. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. 
Welcome back to the SPNUP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Marquette girls basketball with head coach Ben Smith. His team will welcome Traverse City Central tonight for a district championship. Coach, if you could recap this week for me, victories downstate over Alpena and Petoskey. Uh, yep, so on Monday we went to Petoskey um, and came out. I think they outscored us 5-1 to one, um, out of the gates and our whole focus was trying to get out to a good start because we had had a a couple games where we weren't aggressive enough off the tip, and we came out, ran a couple great sets, and just didn't get anything out of it. They had their best shooter hit a three, so not really the best start, but then we kind of regrouped and had a six-point lead at halftime, and we were able to build upon that um, in the second half and take care of business there, then hop on the bus and get back home. Um, then on Wednesday, we turned around and went to Alpena, um, started a little bit better. I think it was 12-5. Um, we were up uh, maybe 12 at half, and we had a really good end of the first quarter um, and a pretty solid start to the second half, which um, led us to a 25-point victory on Wednesday. Coach, with those long bus trips going downstate, what have you, is that something that you can prepare for? Is it just something that you just got to make the best of? Uh, some of both. I mean, no matter how much you do to try and prepare, you still have little things that happen that, you weren't prepared for or you know you just can never quite gauge what a bus ride is going to do um to a team you know and even after you play if you play well it's not because of the bus ride and if you didn't play well it's not because of the bus ride but um we go down there seems like enough times in the um summer and in the during the season some scrimmage stuff in the preseason so we've traveled enough and we just have to you know, be ready to play because no one wants to hear excuses. You know, and just like tonight, um, Traverse City Central is coming up here. And, you know, it's not like we get a four-point lead to start or an eight-point lead to start. we got to come out and play because they're not just going to lay down because they had a bus ride today. So, you know, the travels um something that we have to deal with, I think, in our district probably as much or more than just about any district um, in the state. Um, but we, you know, hopefully can um, – turn it into just a basketball game tonight and um, be ready to play at home and see what we have. Well, Coach, you kind of said it there that there's no excuses, but you do get to play in front of a really good home crowd tonight in the comfort of your own gym. How big is it to be able to host this game? Yeah, I mean, I think it's fun, energy. Um, when we get the fans there that um, we hope we can get tonight, um, that is a another perk, you know, but again, it doesn't guarantee you anything. You look all over the landscape in different sports in high school, college, and the pros teams lose at home all the time. So it's, you know, one of those things that goes into hopefully a positive experience. But if you don't come out and play hard and execute and um, communicate and, you know, dig in every possession, it doesn't matter where you're playing. But, you know, we've had um, a few more home games this year than we have in, the, in last year. Um, and so, Hopefully we can um, kind of take care of business. We had a rough stretch in the middle of the season where we you know, had a few good teams coming in and we just couldn't um, compete for four quarters and um, seal the deal, and hopefully tonight we are able to do that. Well, you've got Traverse City Central, a team that you beat back in December in town. Tell me about this matchup. Yeah, uh, we seem to – we've played them, I'd say, probably eight or nine years in the regular season where we head down there uh, before Christmas, and – 
in a number of the uh, last few years, we've also battled them again in the districts. Um, this year, um, kind of like other years, they're scrappy. They have um, kids who will make shots. They have kids who will finish plays. Um, and the last thing we want to do is let them get going. Uh, they play um, a number of different things defensively. They will full-court press a little bit. They'll half-court trap you a little bit. They'll play some zone. They'll play some man. So, you know, in my opinion, those are the things that, it makes it a little bit harder to get ready for somebody because you can't say, here's what we need to do because this is what we know they're going to do. You know, so we've had 22 games now to um, use as experience in terms of going against different things, and hopefully we can, you know, dial up the right things and execute um, when we um, decipher and figure out what they're going to do against us. Now the record is just 7-14, and 14, but is that more of a product of their schedule than anything? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I think they had a little rough patch um, when we played them there. And I mean, not saying that, um, you know, what we do is great, but I think we ended up winning by eight. But as late as, you know, late third quarter, early fourth, we were either down one or up one. So, I mean, it was a dogfight the whole way. And, you know, at this point of the year, records, you know, mean uh, very little in a sense that, you know, teams hopefully evolve over the year in a good way. Um, and I guarantee you Coach Farmer's not bringing them up here just to kind of, you know, see the scenery. They can come up any time to do that. So they're going to be ready to go. And, again, if we um, compete and take care of the things that we need to, te- need to take care of on the defensive end first and then be as confident with the ball as possible on the offensive end, then we'll see what happens. And if it's not good enough, then unfortunately it isn't. But, um, you know, we can be proud of what we're doing and what, what our effort was. And if we um, do the right stuff and take care of business, then, you know, hopefully it um, shows on the scoreboard in our favor. Coach, tell me about Central. What do they like to do fundamentally? Um, like I said, they're pretty scrappy. They have some kids who um, can get to the rim and make shots. Uh, Stewart, uh, number two, she's seems like she's been there for about 10 years but um i think finally this is her senior year um where she uh, in our matchup down there earlier this year um just was always around the ball made a couple shots got to the rim probably missed a few shots that she'd like to make and you know that's one of the things come tournament time is no matter what you're trying to do if you see the ball go in a few times that just makes everything else um work better um they have probably four or five um, just solid athletes that, you know, if you're not ready to compete on that possession, they're going to make something happen. And, again, hopefully we have to, you know, jump out early and try and um, take advantage of the fact that they're on the bus today and whatever else because if you don't do that, then it's not, um, you know, that then the bus ride doesn't matter as much. So we have to, um, you know, come up with a nice good start and not let them get comfortable running their sets on offense and allowing them to set up different defenses that they'd want to do. Haven't played them once before. Do you prepare any differently for this game than you did the first time around? Uh, no, you can rely on that a little bit. But, you know, some we've had, I think, Calumet and Houghton this year where we turned around and played them real quick, like within two weeks. And that's a tough thing because it's hard to get uh, the taste out of your mouth from the last game whether it was good or bad it's hard to kind of alter that and then this one it was from um in december so you know it's we've changed they've changed and so you 
you rely on a few of the things where maybe a little more familiarity with some of the girls that they have. Um, but it's not like they're going to come out and do the exact same thing, and hopefully we aren't either, you know, because just kind of the game that went on there, it was uh, the first day of a back-to-backer for both of us, and, you know, there were some plays that I would think they would hope they make every night and, you know, us the same, and hopefully we we both come out ready to go and ready to compete and, you know, just see who comes out on top tonight. Well, you've touched on it a little bit, Coach, but what does this game come down to? What's the biggest fundamental aspect that will determine who's the district champ? Um, I think for us it's competing defensively. If we um, can get locked in and defend every possession, no matter what defense we happen to be in on that possession, and then go secure the rebound, that will obviously limit their opportunities to be successful and score points, and it will also hopefully allow us to um, take advantage of a little bit of tempo and not let them set their defense. And I think if we um, are able to do that and lock in defensively, that will be you know a good thing for us because if we're letting them get some easy ones, they're going to make some tough shots, and you know that's not a recipe for success for anybody. So I think defensively for us, um, that's where we need to, um, you know, show our uh, aggressiveness and show our ability to uh, focus on assignments, and then the offense hopefully will kind of flow off of that. Coach, lastly, your JV had their season end last week. Give us a recap of their year. Uh, yeah, I, they finished. I believe it was fifteen and five. Um, maybe three and four to start or four and three to start. And then um, as they kind of went down the stretch, they figured out some of the different things that um, needed to be done every single possession and not just, you know, every now and again. So I think their competitive level in terms of um, assignments defensively, um, understanding kind of the tempo and the level uh, that they need to play with, maybe ratcheted up just a little bit. And they were able to finish, like I said, I think 15-5 and five in the conference. Kingsford, I believe, was undefeated, and they took it. Uh, but I believe we finished second, if I uh, remember right. And, you know, we have three of those kids up there with us for the district to get some experience and uh, maybe chip in if asked to do so. And, you know, hopefully those girls enjoyed their season um, and look forward to a summer and an offseason getting ready for next year. Ben Smith, head girls basketball coach at Marquette. His team welcomes Traverse City Central tonight for a district championship game. Appreciate the time as always, Ben. Best of luck. We'll talk again soon. All right. Thank you very much. Let's take a time out. More in a moment on ESPN-UP. We don't wallpaper. We won't choose your paint colors. But we're here to get your home loan ready so that you can. The mortgage team at First Bank is excited to work with you. Stop in or apply online at first-bank.com. Whether you're ready to buy or planning ahead, Make it happen with First Bank. First Bank. Marquette Ishpeming. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Subject to approval. Fees may apply. First Bank. Where it's all about people. Welcome back to the SPNUP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Gwyn Boys Basketball with head coach Jim Finkbeiner. His team will close a regular season tonight with West Iron County. Coach, a game originally scheduled for last night. You move it to this evening due to the weather. But tell me about your season up to this point as you get set for game number 20. Well, you know, the everybody <laughs> wants the season to be 20-0 and 0 and go and win a state championship, but you, you set goals in the beginning of the year, and, and sometimes you don't get where we want to be. So, you know, our year's been 
uh, kind of like we've talked about in past um, interviews and, and talks that you know, we've had is, uh, you know, we've played a lot of close games and, and have had, uh, had just haven't been able to put four quarters together uh, most of the time. Um, but, you know, the, the one good thing that I think, you know, that has come out so far with the kids is that they've never quit. Um, even when you're not winning, you know, sometimes when you're not winning, it, 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 uh, it kind of wears on you, um, which it always does, but it wears on you in such a way that you kind of just don't come to work anymore. And you're just trying to get things over and the, the, the kids, you know, are not that way. They come every day. Um, they're still here ready to, you know, get to work and, and try to find that, that four quarter game, trying to find that four quarter game. And we've had a couple that have, have been pretty close, but, uh, the competition that we play night in and night out, you can't come close. You have to be there for, for 32 minutes. Um, otherwise, you know, you're going to be in, in trouble of trying to win a basketball game. So, um, but, you know, it, it is what it is, and, and we just continue to keep fighting and can try to keep building. Um, you know, we're pretty young. I mean, I have four seniors, but, uh, you know, only two of those seniors have gotten, have been to the program for all four years, and, and um, so, you know, we have a lot sitting there. Um, you have some kids that will be coming from the JVs to fill in for next year. So, you know, we're not done. Um, last game against Western County tonight, um, it did get pushed today, and you never know how that, you know, snow days affect kids, but uh, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. And then you got tournament time, and, and the good thing about the tournament is it starts all over. It doesn't matter what your record is. You've got an opportunity. You've got a chance, and it's up to you to take advantage of it. Well, Coach, you mentioned the effort is still there. Is the confidence there with your squad that you've played teams tough and that you can get on a run in the tournament like you did last year? Well, and that's kind of what, what you know I've been trying to remind them is that you know it, what you do in the regular season, of course, is important. It always is. But if things don't go your way, the tournament's your opportunity to change that. And the tournament's fair. Um, everybody's got to play under the same circumstances. You know, whether it's pre- preparation time for a team, time off between games, you know, when you play games, everything's the same for everybody. You got to come and play the game. So, um, here's your opportunity. You know, and last year, you know, we, um, made a really nice run. You know, I don't, you know, I'm sure and, and, and rightfully so we didn't get picked to, to, to win any games in the tournament last year and to, and to move on. And, and the kids, you know, took it, uh, in the right manner and they really applied themselves, you know, last couple games of the year and, uh, and that carried into the tournament. And we, you know, we made a nice run, beat a couple of quality teams in Bark River and Ishbing last year just to get to the final to play, you know, obviously top quality team in Nagani and, and played them tough and lost by two. So, you know, things can happen. You just never know. Um, and that's why we play the games. And, and so we're just, I'm just trying to emphasize that, you know, if, if you're not happy with the results, you still have opportunities here to, to make a change and, and make a run. Coach, start to finish, games 1 to 19. Tell me about where you've seen the most improvement from your squad. Well, I think the, the biggest thing is uh, kids coming off the bench, you know, uh, from night in and night out. You know, you're never quite sure how kids are going to react to not starting or maybe they, they don't get as much time in the beginning of the year, but they continue to apply themselves and, and then they work themselves into, you know, more time. Um, and I think role players are, are, are a huge part of, of any team. And you can look at, you know, Nagani and Iron Mountain, just, you know, two of the best teams, um, not just in the UP, but in the state for that because, you know, they have some tremendous, you know, superstar players. Um, but their role players are, are what really, really helped them. I mean, without role players, 
you know, whether you're a starter or the guy coming off the bench, you just need those guys um, to come in and, and give you some more energy and to, you know, maybe maybe make that one play that really helps uh, put your team over the edge and, and get a win sometimes. So, I, I like I like the fact that I can I can go as deep as I can in my bench um, and, and get something. Now it's the formula is trying to figure out which kid in the right spot, of course, in the right time against the right team. So. Um, but I like that part. Um, I think the kids have also grown into some of their roles. That was probably the biggest thing that we had to figure out this year was roles. With uh, graduation from you know the two guys we had last year as being those team leaders and, and scoring and everything on the floor, um, guys had to figure out what what their roles were going to be you know this year um, and going forward. Um, you know who's going to be the point guard? Who's going to be? Who's going to score from here? Who's going to who's going to work inside and and all those different things that you have in a game. So. Um, I think, you know, as, as the year has gone on, um, guys have kind of figured their spots out. Now, once again, it's about being able to get four quarters um, out of those rules. Well, Coach, you have West Iron, as you alluded to, in your regular season finale tonight. Your first look at them, but what do you know about them? Well, West Iron's, uh, I think they're 10-8 and eight or 10-9 and nine coming into this game. You know, they've... Uh, They've beaten some quality teams, um, and once again, they've had some close games against some really good teams. I know they played Houghton Tough. They beat Westwood, um, so they've they they know how to play basketball. They've got a nice inside player uh, and a couple of guards that can shoot threes. You know, um, you know the other thing is that they present a few problems, and that they um, they're real good about uh, with their team. They like to change defenses, and so you have to be prepared for not just say playing a man to man, or or some teams are just zone. Um, they they like to change it up, so you're going to have to be prepared, um, you know, to recognize what they're doing and be able to counter it each time. And and that that's not an easy thing, you know, in high school all the time. Um, and then with that, you know, the continuity of the game kind of changes, you know, when they change like that a lot of times. So that that's definitely a challenge. So they've had they've had a, a decent year. They've like I said, they've, have beaten some quality teams um, and have a winning record right now. And you know, they play in a tough conference too. So you know, we have to be ready. It's Senior night for us tonight, um, you know, which is a little added pressure as much as it is an incentive, you know, to come out and play well in your last regular season home game uh, and for those seniors. So um, we'll see what we can bring to the floor tonight. Well, Coach, tell me about the senior class because they had big shoes to fill, obviously, from last year. They've dealt with a lot outside of basketball. Tell me about this group and what they've done for the program. Well, you know, I have four seniors, uh, Caleb Anderson, um, Nick Lightford, Andrew Webb and, and Blaine Bridges, and you know I, I got to give a lot of credit to two guys first of all for just being here. Um, Andrew Webb came out and decided he wanted to be part of this team and, and just work and be a great teammate, and that's exactly what he's been. He's never really played uh, basketball at the high school level for sure, um, and he's just sacrificed his time and his effort and his sweat just to come out and try to be a good teammate for for the rest of these guys. Um, Blaine Bridges didn't play last year and decided to come back as a senior, and, and he's really, you know, um, given us some some really nice stuff this year too. And then Nick Lightford and Caleb Anderson, my the two seniors that have been here for four years, you know, they've had to deal with a lot. Uh, we talked in the beginning of the year last year; they missed a lot of time due to injuries, um, some major injuries, Achilles for for Caleb, uh, broken fingers for um, Nick last year. So this year was probably the first year of their four years that they've gotten through the whole season you know, knock on wood, um, healthy uh, and been able to play, you know, all 20 games. And, you know, they're, they're quality kids. Um, uh, you know, the, you can't have too many quality kids. And in, in one of the best things, you know, wins or losses, that's important because you know, that's why you play the game. 
Um, but having quality kids, having quality kids leave your program and go out and do great things, that's what, you know, what I'm probably more about than anything is just trying to help create good young men. And uh, these guys are exactly that. They're good young men, and they're going to they're gonna do some great things uh, moving forward. So, um, you know, Caleb uh, is going to Tech. Uh, I know Nick's looking at going to college. I'm not sure where yet. He hasn't, I don't think he's decided. Um, but, you know, these guys have, have definitely represented Gwyn in the positive light in the time they're here, um, you know, and, and done everything that they possibly can do as seniors. You know, they've, they've given, the, given the effort and given the fight. So it'll be a fitting night tonight. It's tough. It's always tough on senior night to, to talk about them and, and to see them play the rest, last regular season game. But once again, I'll remind them that season's not over. We've got districts, we've got playoffs, and we've got an opportunity. So we'll try to push that, that forward also for them, that this isn't, doesn't have to be your last game. Well, Coach, with the districts coming up on Monday and an opponent that you're very familiar with in Ishpeming, I, I know you never want to overlook an opponent. I'm not implying that. But how much of your focus has been on districts with a regular season game still to be played? Well, you know, you're right. You don't overlook anybody, and, and Western County is a, a definitely a formidable team. I mean, they've got some great tools. But at the same time, the way the districts are set up, you do have to look. Um, you do have to start looking at if there's things you need to implement, if you want to change, if you want to add. Um, so you're always looking forward. You know, the one thing with our district is we definitely know everybody that we're going to see. Um, you know, Ishwing being our first of all, we've already played them twice. We know they know us. We know them. Um, you know, just because of the, not just the season, but the off season, these kids know each other really well. So, um, you know, when it comes down to that game, you know, and the game's going forward in the district, you know, you're not going to pull too many, you know, uh, surprises on anybody at this point, just because our district is so close and, and with those games, uh, playing each other twice a year. So yeah, you don't want to overlook anybody. And we definitely have it with West Iron. We've been preparing, you know, for that game more than anything. Um, but with a short time now, especially with only two days to get ready for, for districts, you know, we've been, uh, trying to just make, make sure that we're, we have everything down that we want down when we walk in there on, on Monday night for that first game. So, um, you got to do a little bit of both. Coach, is there anything fundamentally that you're going to be looking for tonight to say, yeah, we're ready to go into the district tournament? Well, I think the, the biggest thing is, is having that, that four quarter focus and, and being able to, if, if we can recognize exactly you know what Western's doing. It's a, it's a good challenge for them because of the the amount of defenses that they switch into. If we can focus, recognize, and then you know really apply you know what we know we need to apply, which is you know get people involved, get that ball moving, beat the zone down the floor if they're going to be in that zone. Those kind of things. It'll just it'll just kind of solidify you know that we are still working towards that four quarter game. Um, that's probably the biggest thing is just making sure that that mental focus. Um, and that they can apply the stuff that we do in practice into this game. Um, seeing that those things, that'll tell me that we're that we're on the right track. Coach, lastly, the final game for your JV squad tonight. Tell me about their progress this year. Well, they've they've had a really nice season. Um, you know, they're they're looking at being over 500 um, for the season, um, having a winning season, and uh, and that's a big deal. You know, this crew is a. a pretty much you know a split balance between you know freshmen and sophomores and those sophomores um have really you know uh done a nice job this year they've played a lot of close games um a lot of close games several overtime games uh, they just lost a buzzer beater uh, the other night uh, literally right at the buzzer and uh so they've had a nice season um 
you know, the biggest thing is that, you know, defensively, these guys have, have held JV teams. They're averaging uh, just right around 32 points, giving up 32 points a game. And so that says a lot about the, the effort these guys give on a, on a night-in, night-out basis. So that's a good thing for us because that's definitely something that we have to get better at, you know, for the rest of this season. But we have to try to improve. But in for next year, we just have to be a better defensive team. So um, so that's that's encouraging because those kids have played really hard on the defensive end. Um and giving themselves a chance just about every single night. So that's encouraging, and uh, we hope that they can get out, get a win tonight, and, and finish the season on the upside. Jim Finkbeiner, head boys basketball coach at Gwynn. His team will close a regular season tonight at home against West Iron County. Appreciate the time as always, Jim. Best of luck. We'll talk again soon. All right. Thanks, Tanner. Keep doing the great job you do. I appreciate it. Let's take a time out. More in a moment on ESPN-UP. Hi, I'm Mark Stonerock, the Outreach Coordinator and Certified Athletic Trainer for the Sideline to Sideline Sports Medicine Program. So one of the nice things about the Sideline Program is that we all try to abide by to a same-day or next-day coverage. So there is no waiting. There's no, uh, we have an appointment in two weeks, but uh, the athletic trainer will contact the medical practitioner's office, and we try to get you in at least within the next day, and that really expedites the whole program. And it takes a little worry out of the patient's hands and out of the parent's hands and gets them right into the track where they need to be. Are you buying a new home? Remodeling. Refinancing. Ember's Credit Union can help take you to the next level. Whether it's your first or next home, Ember's Credit Union helps you with straight talk, no BS banking, that delivers the very best mortgage option for you. We offer a variety of mortgages designed to help you realize your dream. Ember's can make purchasing a home easy and affordable. Stop by or call any Ember's branch for more information today. We're Ember's Credit Union. Let's live it up. Welcome back to the SPNDP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Ishpeming Boys basketball with head coach George Nimi. His team getting sent to take on Gwynn in the district opener on Monday. Coach, looking at your record, that's a little deceiving right now. I know it's at 8-11, and 11, but you've won three of your last four, playing some pretty darn good basketball right now. Well, definitely, um, you know, we have been playing good basketball, and, uh, you know, um, we're, we're got some new players up on our up on our team. We brought up a couple of freshmen and uh they're fitting in well and uh you know our offense seems to be adapting well to what they can do for us and uh you know i'd like to think we're in a good spot here going into the districts coach fundamentally where have you seen the most improvement from your squad um spacing on the floor and getting open shots attacking the uh the paint and, and getting our shooters in good position to uh take shots and then of course knocking those shots down Coach, how about the confidence level with this squad? Is it where you want it to be going into the tournament? Well, Tanner, you mentioned you know winning three out of the last four, so of course we've got a little bit of confidence going in, and uh, you know we're we've been injured over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know we lost uh, a couple of seniors to some uh, some ankle injuries, and they're coming back. So um, you know we got to try and fit them guys you know into our uh, into our rotation, and uh, you know confidence is confidence is good. I mean. Uh, you know we're we're playing good basketball right now. We're we're scoring some points. We're uh, defending pretty well, and uh, you know we're just you know we've got to practice again today, and uh, you know to tune up and get ready for Gwyn on Monday. What's the biggest thing that you're going to be looking for in that practice, or maybe you're going to address it practice as you gear up for the tournament? You know, against Gwyn, the last time we played them, we didn't handle their full court pressure very well. So we're gonna we're gonna fix some of that stuff, and. Uh, and later in the game, um, you know, it looks like we got, you know, we had some slow feet on defense, so we've got to fix that too. 
Well, Coach, as you alluded to, you played Gwen twice already this year. How does that firsthand knowledge of them factor into your prep? Well, you know, we can prepare for what we know. Um, it's, it's, what we, it's what we don't know. And, uh, you know, they've got a couple good players on their JV team that I'm sure is going to see some, some playing time um, Monday night. Um, you, know, so, you know, so we've got to prepare a little bit for that unknown Seeing where uh, you know where those kids are going to fit in, I know um, they've got a, a good shooter that's going to be coming up, and uh, and uh, you know we got to see where he's going to fit in. Fortunately for us, they've got a game tonight at home against West Iron County. We can sneak over and take a look at him and see if uh, see if he's going to get a get a spot in that roster and see what he's going to bring to the table for them. Coach, do you feel like you're playing your best basketball right now, or is there another step you feel you can take? I you know. Offensively, I think we're playing pretty well right now. It's it's on the defensive side of the ball. You know, we got to continue to work on our man-to-man help defense. Um, you know, I, I I just think you know we 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 have some slow feet at times, and uh, you know we we don't defend well. So we're going to take a look at it on film today before practice, and uh, you know see some of those areas where we can improve. But uh, you know, hopefully, we can get it squared up by Monday. Coach, lastly, tell me about your junior varsity squad. They capped the season earlier this week. Tell me about the year they had. You know, the JV's had a good year this year. Um, I, I think they finished, uh, I want to say 6-12. and 12. Um, You know, they, uh, Manistique, or, uh, excuse me, um, we missed our, our game with Manistique second time around and uh, um, missed the game with Hancock. Um, and, of course, you know, middle of the year, we, we grabbed a couple of those kids, uh, a couple of the freshmen, brought them up to the varsity. Um, you know, so, you know, removing those two kids from the, from the, uh, from the team, you know, actually gave some extra playing time to some kids. And, uh, you know, they stepped up, and they had a good second half of the season. Coach, those couple of freshmen that you brought up, tell me about the dynamic they bring to the table. Well, you know, what they bring to the table is, uh, you know, the, the two kids we brought up, Basketball is their number one sport. They love basketball. They practice basketball all the time. Um, you know, they're good players. They're smart players. They're, they're heady players. Um, you know, and, and they fit right in with our offense. You know, our offense, you know, we attack and we, and, and we uh, you know, look to get open shooters. And I'll tell you what, these kids can shoot. Um, got Griffin Argo, who's seen the most playing time. Um, and uh, he's averaging in the four or five games that he's been up with us. He's, uh, he's right around 13 points a game. You know, and, uh, you know, getting six, seven rebounds a game and hustle points on the floor. Um, Logan Herkman's came up and, uh, you know, he's, he's played in a couple games for us and, uh, you know, he's shown that, you know, when he's open, he can hit the shots and he's not afraid to dribble drive into the paint and, and take on the, uh, the juniors and the seniors that he's competing against. So, you know, with those two right now getting some, getting some varsity experience, you know, you know, that should, you know, mold a pretty good future for Ishmael basketball. George Nimi, head boys basketball coach at Ishpeming, his team getting set to take on Gwynn in the district opener on Monday. Appreciate it as always, George. Best of luck going forward. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, Tanner. Appreciate it. Let's take a time out. More in a moment on ESPN-UP. Now you can combine big boys' big goodness with big room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on big boy Marquette. You pay for the food. The room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need, and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. 
Welcome back to the SPNUP Coaches Show. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad that you're along. Our first show of March, and again, there's been plenty of madness that's gone along with it. One last look at tonight's schedule and the upcoming schedule for the UP. Girls basketball action, couple Division Three district finals tonight. Westwood at Nagani. That's a game we'll be at. We'll have the pregame at 645 with tip-off set for 7 o'clock here on ESPN-UP. And then across the way in District 65, Calumet is at Hancock. They're also playing that as a boys game tonight, Calumet at Hancock and boys basketball action their regular season finale that's part of a makeup as well over in division two Escanaba will be a Gladstone as the Braves try to continue their Cinderella run Sault Ste. Marie goes downstate they'll take on Kingsley that game will be played in Boyne City St. Ignace is home tonight they take on Pickford in a division four district final Rudyard is home against Engadine and North Dickinson will visit Carney Nato and then in division one Marquette home tonight when they take on Traverse City Central that is a look at the upcoming schedule for the UP this evening. Once again, appreciate you tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you missed any of our interviews, they're available on demand at ESPNUP.com or with the ESPNUP app. Signing off, I'm Tanner Hoops for ESPNUP WZAM Ishpeming Marquette.